0: Welcome to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk to real gym owners and share their stories, their trials, and what's working for them right now. To apply to be a guest on this podcast, click the link in the description. Hope you enjoy and subscribe.
1: Welcome to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk to fitness pros who are in the trenches, changing lives in their area. I'm your host, Dominic. Today, I'm here with my guest, Hugo Baptiste, manager of Iron Body Fit in Miami, Florida. How are you today? I'm great, how about you? I'm doing fantastic, sir, excited to hear. Tell me about uh, Iron Body Fit in this location in Miami.
2: Yeah, sure, so we just uh, opened last Monday on uh, May 9th, so we're super excited about it. Uh, We do EMS, which stands for Muscle Stimulation, and that's basically a workout slash massage of 25 minutes, just once a week.
1: Okay. So this is a relatively new technology to the United States. We have spoken to some other gyms that have done it, but it's still not widespread. But your company has 120 plus locations worldwide.
2: That is correct. Yes. And the US is actually our 13th country. Uh, We have 95 studios in in France. That's where we are coming from. Actually, we opened the first one in 2015. And we became uh, very famous over there. We are actually number one in Europe of uh, in, in the domain of uh, EMS. We have some studio in Belgium, UK, uh, Switzerland, uh, Morocco, Ivory Coast. We open five in Canada. Uh, and soon, we're going to open some in Australia. And uh, in South Florida, we're looking to open seven more locations between uh, Boca Raton and uh,
1: So. It seems like the United States has been slow to adopt EMS technology. You're breaking it in South Florida is a very big uh, market for fitness, lots yep. of fitness culture. Uh, South Florida, Southern California are probably the two biggest markets. What are the things that you think are going to push EMS forward in this country to be more adopted?
2: So especially in America, I would say because I've been living in the U.S. for seven years now. And I know that time is one of the biggest problem in people's schedule. What we offer at Iron Body Fit is a workout of just 25 minutes once a week. And we know that when you go to, I would say traditional gym, it could take some time to drive there, to do your session, uh, to drive back home. With us, you come once a week and that's pretty much it. Of course, you're still available uh, to do, I'm sorry, you're still able to do a workout on the side, that's not a problem. But for people that you know don't especially enjoy to work out, they don't have time, they're lazy, uh, that's the perfect way to, to work out with us.
1: Okay, so convenient time savings, lower effort and output are really the big hooks that you have for getting people interested
2: yes 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 so we don't do any lifting okay uh, we don't you can do cardio at the end of the the session if you want the last five minutes that we call recovery we can do some exercise punching uh, you know like boxing jumping many different things or just relax uh, it's. Well, Uh, time convenient like I say for people who don't really have time and it's a it's a super fun it's a small place so it's three clients at a time so it's really close and personal we know all the name of our customer we know what they do for a living you know their goal because we write down everything on our notes so all our coaches will know the name of our client the client will know our name we're gonna have them on social media. We really want to create a community. That's why, uh, that's why we have been so successful in Europe. It's because our benefit is one family. We're here to care about your result. The most important thing for us is to reach your goal and objective. We actually, uh, Dominique, we blocked uh, membership after 300 uh, members. We're not here to do quantity, but we are here to really care about the quality and the result.
1: Okay, so in your location, the, the limit is going to be 300 clients. And we're going to talk about some of the other logistics of that as we go. But first and foremost, when you open this location, what type of marketing have you done? How, how have you generated interest so people will come in and try EMS. You say 99% of the new clients probably have never tried EMS anywhere. So what, what marketing works best for you here?
2: That is correct. So uh, something that is really interesting about uh, the way we do in Europe and here, because we're constantly learning and adapting to a different culture is In Europe, we're super uh, successful when we do prospection. Means that we go out in the street, we go in the the mall, we take the phone number and we say, hey, okay, Dominic, I call you tonight. Uh, 7 p.m., you told me is the best time for me to reach out to you. You answer your phone, please. And we book your free trial. Here, we got almost 500 numbers. And when we make 50 phone calls, if three people answer, we're almost happy. Because communication here via the phone, phone call, email or SMS, it's tough. But we found a new way to reach out to people more easily, uh, which is WhatsApp, because people are using it most uh, more than just regular text. But the first couple of weeks, that was tough before we opened the location because we didn't get any answer, basically.
1: Okay, so... You tried some of the traditional and so you just you need to overcome this with more volume because the response rate, the percentage is lower than, than what, it, what it has been elsewhere.
2: Exactly. So we use also social media. Uh, we, have, we spend a big amount of money on Facebook, uh, especially uh, Google. Uh, Yesterday I was on the phone with someone that wants to promote us on billboard. We have the news, uh, the local journal and TV that that are also interested about a new program because it's, it's new for people. You know, when we go to convention or a seminary or place like that, and we have the suit on with all the cable and everything, people are super intrigued, no matter which way. Sometimes they could be afraid because they think, oh, electricity, I'm going to be electrocuted. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm kind of afraid. I've never heard of that. I've never seen that. And some people are just, they're open to look at a new or a different way to work out. And even myself, you know, I'm a, I'm a soccer guy. I just graduated from college, uh, been playing soccer and sports my entire life. And the first one I was introduced to, Iron Body Feet, my first thought was, I don't know if I'm going to need that in my life. I already work out. I do a lot of sports, but I was like, yeah, okay, sure. Why not? Let's try it. And it's, it's just Dominic. It's an amazing machine and we can talk about that for hours. That's what I say to people. When I talk to them, until you don't try it, you cannot really understand what it is.
1: Yeah. And, and that's my understanding is the biggest hurdle that you have to overcome is getting people to try it once. So does your does your marketing include some sort of low barrier offer, free trial, discounted session? How do you, how do you transform someone who tries it once and says, wow, this is, this is the coolest thing into a client? What does that process look like?
2: Yeah, thank you for asking that, Dominic. So we offer a free trial session to everybody, basically. We want you to come to try the machine, and you tell us if you like it or if you don't like it. If you don't like it, you can also share with us why, so we can try to improve and to do better for the next person. As of right now, uh, we have signed over forty percent of the people that have tried the that have done the free trial. Right after the trial, some people came back. We gave them another trial because you know they wanted to feel the sensation a couple of days later. And uh, they came back to sign as well. But we are right now over 40% for signing up right after the trial. After, yeah, almost two weeks.
1: Right. So converting 40% of people who come in and try it for any type of of fitness modality is most people will take that. There are some, sometimes you could want better. You like to do better over time. But but 40% is very good um, for a brand new idea, new concept. So when people come in, once they realize, hey, I haven't been electrocuted, I feel like I worked out, um, once they get over the fact that the, ex- the experience is positive, are they then saying to you that the biggest selling point, the biggest thing that converts them is the efficiency of it, the fact that they can get results, in just one session a week? Or are there any other big selling points for them?
2: So uh, we have a Fit3D that is actually right next to me. It's a great machine that takes around 400 measure of your body. It comes with the membership. So once a month, uh, our clients can come on this machine. It takes about 30 seconds to do a whole scan of the body. And from a month to another, we will be able to see the evolution and the comparison. Why am I saying that? If Dominic, you sign with us and today, you, let's say, you, your goal is to lose some uh, fat and you lose some weight and you want to be more tonic and you want to see the abs and today your body fat is 20%. If from a month or two from now, uh, the machine tells you that you gain, I don't know, two pounds, three pounds of muscle, but your body fat is still 20 or maybe 21 I'm going to say, hey, Dominic, you're not happy with, with me right now, you know, with the program we offer. Okay, but what have you hit on those past couple of weeks, right? So I will know if you make an effort on your side. We are committed to you. Our first goal is to reach out to your objective. If in two months your body fat is still the same, for, for example, you don't do the job. You are not committed to me. And I'm here with you once a week, 25 minutes. I'm correcting all the position when you work out. I'm always constantly with you all the time. I don't put my eyes somewhere else. I'm always with you. So thanks to the Fit3D, I cannot lie to you, and you cannot lie to me.
1: So you can track the Fit3D machine. You know what the input is or the output as far as the machine goes. Do you offer to complement the training, um, nutrition guidance, meal plans, uh, supplementation? Is that part of your service offering or just the workouts?
2: Yes so in France and in Europe yes, in the US uh, as of right now no, but the goal is to implement that in our program in the next month or the next two months. Why? Because we need all you know to be approved because here's different regulation. Our machine in the US is FDA approved, okay? So that means EMS is approved uh, to be used once a week. That means it's safe for you, it's safe for your body. If you do more than once a week, it doesn't mean that it's dangerous, but doctor and the lab, they didn't approve for more than once a week, okay? Uh, Just to come back for the Feed3D, we also ask our customers to take pictures of themselves after the first trial from back and profile. They can keep it for themselves, of course. And from a month to another, we'll be able to see the evolution. And sometimes we also show the results from previous clients that agree to share a picture with us. And we can see how they are now, more tonic, the glutes are more up. They are more, you know, different they look way better. But the nutrition plan is, is, is an important thing because like i say, it's a commitment on both sides if you do only i want to defeat and you don't change anything and you sleep habits drinking habits and nutrition uh there will be results that is for sure but it will be slower and not as good as if you change your nutrition and if you take a little bit better uh, care of your body of course
1: of course okay so when it comes to the value where does where does iron body and ems in general how does it compare to other types of training like i know it's not going to be like planet fitness where it's twenty dollars a month there's there's dollars for results and i think for most people if you told them hey for five hundred dollars a month you know you only have to come and see me once a month but you're going to give results people equate dollars there so is it more equivalent to personal training is it more equivalent to group training? Where do you fall in the value side?
2: Yeah, so uh, first of all, what we want to be clear with our clients or potential clients, we have we don't compare ourselves with the traditional gym. Traditional gym are usually for people that enjoy to go there a couple of times a week, that have time for that and that are committed to, you know, either doing themselves or doing it with a personal trainer. If you go to a traditional gym uh, and you take a personal trainer because you want to get results, you have to go at least three times a week, maybe sometimes four times. Uh, when you come to I want BodyFit, you come just once a week, but you constantly have the personal trainer with you. OK? Um, I'm sorry, I'm trying to find my words. Yes. So for the, the, you know, the price, cost, you have to pay the membership for the gym plus the personal trainer at the end of the week and the month, it's more costly to do that with a personal trainer than with us.
1: Okay. So you are positioned price-wise generally lower than somebody's gym membership plus personal trainer.
2: Yes. Oh, yes. De- uh, definitely. Yes. And, and again, we when our clients do workout, we encourage them to still keeping that. Okay. We don't want to take them away from any other type of sports or anything like that. Some people will use Iron Modific as a complement, like myself, because I, like I told you before, I do sports on a daily basis. Some people will, will use Iron Body Fit as their main and only work out only once a week. But we don't want to change their habits. We just want them to increase their potential and to reach their goal, either only with us or if they go somewhere else, if they run, do cardio, or if they have a personal trainer on the side. But it, price-wise, it's more expensive than a gym. That is for sure because it's a budget. But it's not expensive if you compare with getting results at the gym, so going three, four times a week with a personal trainer. Yeah, for sure. So It's actually cheaper.
1: Which which is nice. If it's cheaper and it saves time, those are are two huge benefits. So the the studio that you are in right now is approximately a thousand square feet and you can train three clients at once, correct?
3: That is right.
2: So when we have three clients, there is two coach available. So we are constantly with them. When there's two clients, it's one one And when there's only one client, it could be one with two coach or, you know, it depends on the mood, depends on the music. We're trying to make it really personal. We ask them what type, of, what type of music they want to listen to. We put the note So we know that this person prefer ghost pain, this person prefer disco. We know the size of the vest. So when they come, we get getting all the material ready. When they change in the local room,
1: Okay, and from the standpoint of staffing, um, you know, your trainers are not standard personal training. Is there a lot of advanced education that goes on for how to train people using EMS? Are there only certain types of backgrounds that make good trainers for Iron Body?
2: So- we not especially recruiting personal trainer, which is our philosophy here at Iron Body Fit. I get many resume uh, on my uh, on my office, you know, uh, each week.
4: A lot of person are actually personal trainer,
2: but we're looking to all resume, to all background. Why? Because we do one training with Mia Body Fit, uh, Mia Body Tech. I'm sorry. That's the company where we work out, you know, we, we buy the material from them. So they come, they send a representative to us, and for three, four hours we do the training together. Okay. But we also do a second training, specially made by Aaron Fit. We have our personal training. So there is two training basically. Uh, the main one, because there is way more, you need to learn the software and many things, the selling part, uh, many things. Okay, so as this
1: as this grows in, in scales from from the business standpoint, is there is there enough data to know how long people will continue to, to stay with you as clients? And what are the biggest things that you do to keep them coming? You know, as as long as possible, is there additional services, additional tracking, like? Interactions, what are the things you do to, to keep them coming as long as possible?
2: Yes. So, uh, first of all, we have four coaches, including myself. So, one manager and three coaches, but I'm, a, I'm also the coach. I do the exact same thing that everybody here. And we offer three types of membership there's three months, six months, and one year. Why three months? Because that's where we start to see the result physically. Okay, Six months will be more mentally. You're going to feel more energetic and with less anxiety. And after a year, it's a real life transformation. That's why we ask them as well to take the picture and that's why we have the feature. Um, I'm sorry, I forgot the question.
1: Okay, so there, so the you have contracts in place to try to keep people. Yes, yeah, I so, got it. Yeah. So you have yeah. that are there, you know, if somebody signs a three-month contract, you want them to stay longer. So are there different yes. points, different resale points that you have along the way to, to make sure people stay longer and continue to get the benefit?
2: Yeah, I remember the question. Sorry about that, Dominique. So after three months, our uh, rate of uh, renewal is 90%. After six months, the renewal is 60%. And after one year, is 40%. Uh, for example, in France, we have some clients with us since the opening in 2015, so it's been seven years. We also have people that stop after a year or a year and a half because they want new challenges. You know, they get, they got back in shape or they just got into shape and they want to try something else: CrossFit, running, doing sports, uh, cardio, many things. And sometimes we have people that come back because they feel that they're not the same as when they were
1: longer with us. Okay, so there is, really it sounds like the more we go into it, the more it's, once people start doing this, they're making it a part of their lifestyle for a long time. It's, it's not, just because it's not very understood in the United States, it's not a fad, not a gimmick. It's something where it's just a matter of we've been slow to adapt to it, but you, you do see high rates of retention.
2: Yes, that is correct. We're trying to keep them around with us. Uh, We're a big community. We're sharing on social media, Facebook, Instagram. We're making videos. We're making posts. We're making giveaways. We want them to feel home, even if they come to the studio just once a week. It's really important to us that the four coaches, they know all the clients and all the clients know all the coaches. So from one week to another, you won't be training with me, you will be work, uh, training by someone else in the team, but they will know you thanks to the note. You will know them, uh, for example, if someone canceled or reschedule an appointment because they had, I don't know, dental appointment, the next week they're gonna come, hey, Dominic, how was your dental appointment last week? Yeah, we miss you, oh, welcome back. You know. Oh, but how did you know that? You know, We text them, every day. Right now we can, because we can still, you know, there's a little bit less than 50 clients. But what I'm saying is like, when you get a membership, we want you to come, we are committed to you. So we're gonna text you, we're gonna call you, say, hey, Dominic, you have an appointment today at 2, it's 3.50, where are you? I want you to come. It's not, ju- you're not just a number, we are committed to you. Like I said, two, three, two, three times already, we want to get the result." So you sign with us, you stick with us until the end.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Okay, so on a higher level, the last thing that I want to touch on is um, the franchisee that you work for has multiple locations in the United States and is still growing, correct? That is
2: correct, Dominique. Yeah, we have, uh, as of today, I believe we have between 12 and 15 area developers. So we're looking to open many hundreds, thousands of studios everywhere in the country. As of right now, like I told you, we have uh, nine in Florida and eight in South Florida. Many of them are still under construction, but the goal is to really expand everywhere in the country.
1: Got it. So there's really a limitless expansion plan right now. You're going to try to bring iron body fit to as much of the United States as possible.
2: Yes, yes, that's correct. We're really looking forward to do that. In Europe, we made the success and we would like to, to expand and to become really worldwide, have a huge family with a big community. And when, for example, you get a membership with us in Aventura, you can go to Europe for, traveling you can still train over there you go to canada you can uh, train over there one membership is everywhere worldwide you go to australia you can do your session over there
1: got it got it okay so reciprocal membership just another benefit uh for iron body across the country hugo we are just about out of time so before i let you go the last thing for our listeners out there that are interested in finding out more, where are the best places to uh, research get more information about
2: Iron Body Fit? So you can find our, all of the information on our website, www.ironbodyfit.us. You can find us on Instagram, ironbodyfit underscore Aventura for my studio. You can also find just ironbodyfit underscore USA. You can find us on Google, uh, we also send postcard in the area. Uh, we do many things, you know, in the media. It's on YouTube. We have a channel as well. Iron Buddy Fit. You can find us pretty much everywhere. You don't have any excuse to don't find us, and also you don't have any excuses to not come and try or become a member because we ask you only one thing: twenty-five minutes a week. That's pretty much it.
1: All right, Hugo. Well, I appreciate your time. Appreciate you coming on here with us and talking to us about Iron Body Fit. I hope you have uh, continued success and growth in the company, and uh, I, I wish you the best of luck going forward.
2: Well, I really appreciate it, Dominic Thank you very much for uh, reaching out to us and for having me here today. It was a, a pleasure. Uh, thank you for all the you know the best wishes for us, and we hope to, uh, to do great. Thank you.
1: Absolutely. And to everybody out there listening, as always, We appreciate you. We thank you for spending some time with us today. We hope you found value and inspiration in this episode. If you'd like to hear more, hit the subscribe button. We'll notify you new episodes drop. Check out Iron Body Fit everywhere, all over the internet, YouTube, Google, Facebook, Instagram. If you want to find Hugo's location is Aventura, Florida, check him out. To everybody out there in Jim Lord's Nation, keep working hard, keep changing lives. Jim Lord's out.
0: Click on the link in the description of this podcast to schedule your call today. Now, let's head into the next interview.
5: What's up, Jim Lords? Welcome back to another episode of the Jim Lords podcast. My name is Bree. I will be your host today, and I'm here with Jonathan from CrossFit Nuketown in Bexley, Georgia. What's up, Jonathan? How are you today?
3: I'm doing good. I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, it's, how's the day?
5: Good, good, going well. I'm excited to dive in here and kind of get to know about what you're doing, how you got mm-hmm. started. So let's just jump into the details. What is it that made you want to own your own gym? How did you get started within uh, owning your own facility?
3: Yeah, um, I think it was, you know, at, a, at an early age, I played a lot of sports. Um, I was in the gym uh, in high school, like every single day. I was spending my time there. So, you know, to, to make, you know, long story short is I, I just figured I was going to be in the gym. Uh, if it was after work or before work, I was just going to be in the gym. So uh, I talked to my brother for a while. He was similar about it. I mean, he lives in a different area, but we were just like, you know what, if we're going to be in the gym all the time, why don't I just open a gym? You know, mm-hmm. um, now that was after a very long time. So I didn't open a gym until about six years ago uh because i've spent a lot of time in the military Um, i'm about to retire with 24 years of service and i was also an athlete who traveled um, all over i was a resident athlete with the army's world class athlete program in conjunction with the olympic training center in colorado Springs. so we traveled all over the place Um, they took that that skill set and made me an instructor at the army's physical fitness school where i traveled some more so it wasn't realistic for me to, to ever open a facility um, until I joined like the army reserves, uh, where I was home a good bit more, mm-hmm. I actually opened with a partner because I didn't want to, you know, I understood like, Hey, there's a lot that goes into a business. Um, I opened with a partner so that, um, they could share the, the workload, mm-hmm. um, partnership didn't work out, which I hear is uh, common and, uh, yeah. <laughs> we just kind of we went separate ways. It is what it is. And now, um, we're trucking along. Uh, I'm just doing it myself. And, uh, but I'm loving it because my passion of mine, um, definitely has its challenges. So we can talk about that too.
5: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Definitely, uh, super rewarding, but there are certainly challenges that come up along the way because at the end of the day you know it is business so uh some of those things that maybe we don't necessarily expect um but as far as your business model goes how do you structure things within the business so we're doing group classes semi-privates one-on-ones what does that all look like
3: um it's more or less your classic uh you know class times throughout the day um, everything is a class so we don't have like open gym time or anything like that. Um, I have a large facility um, and I don't even need to be, I hate to say this, I hate, I don't even have to be efficient with my space because I'm, I'm not, you know, I don't have a, a thousand members or, you know, even 200 members. I'm in a smaller town. Um, but yeah, so I, I uh, my intention uh, initially was to run um, basically where the, the coaches got paid a percentage of, the total income from the members, so like a associate model, basically. Okay. Um, so yeah, so like it basically turns the coaches into recruiters for the facility because they understand, hey, the more people that that come here, then the more I get paid per hour. Right. Uh, that was originally what we started doing. Right now, our numbers are low enough, unfortunately, that um, I don't want to use that model because I would have to drop the coaches' pay below what I think is is reasonable um, for a professional coach. And mm-hmm. um, so I keep it above that right now. But if we were to get our numbers beyond what it would take to go back to that associate business model, uh, then I, that's ultimately what I'd love to do. Because I was a trainer for a long time. And I remember, you know, essentially making other other people very wealthy mm-hmm. and then never seeing, you know, a cut of that go up. yeah. And, you know, it was disheartening and it eventually made me move on. And I want my coaches to, to be part of the family, you know what I mean? And, and uh, so that's why I decided to run that model.
5: Yeah, okay. So as far as the membership base goes right now, how many members are you currently serving?
3: Um, I have about 60. I mean, it fluctuates just a little bit. Um, I don't run contracts with adults. I do have contracts with kids. Um, and it was a couple of reasons behind that. Um, obviously we know that like anytime fitness, anytime fitness here in the town, um, where they're, you know, stuck in a year and a half contract. I never liked that before. Now I do auto draft, which seems to be pretty, uh, successful. It it tends to keep people a little bit more because there's a higher price if you pay for a month up front. Um, but they save a little bit by using auto draft and then they just have to give me that 10 day notice. You know, this is probably common with a lot of people, but adults, um, from what i've seen tend to shy away from the contract where the adults have no problem signing their kid up on a contract cuz they they just kick them out of the car you know and they're <laughs> like this is going to be really good for you you know right and, you know it doesn't hurt them as much uh, and they get you know that hour away from, you know free time additional free right. time you know and things like that so we take good care of the kids and uh, that's really you know, if i have anything that i am i am seeing that that is going to be a game changer for me as I, you know, just got home in August. Um, so it's going to be the kids definitely.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so are you looking to grow the kids side of things? Is that kind of where your main focus is right now?
3: Right. I think it is, um, the adults, we've been here, you know, we've been here for, this is our third location in the same small town. So the, the, okay. the community, there's 5,000 people in the city and 16,000 people in the entire county. So, you know, we don't have a lot of competition. Um, it's just that the culture in the South, like I'm in small town, Georgia, where, you know, sidewalks are not a thing. You know, you don't see people riding bicycles. Um, if, if you're walking it, you know, people are like, what, what happened to your car? You know yeah. I
4: mean?
3: uh, <laughs> parks are not really a thing. So the culture is something that I, I really would like to, to change and, and to k- kind of do battle with, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, because fitness, you know, we know in the South, you know, you look at numbers when it comes to obesity and health and, and things like that. That's something that I'm really here for, you know, uh, right. and, and that's part of the passion of what I do um, is for that reason. But the kids definitely, you know, it's easier to uh, build strong people than it is to fix broken ones right mm-hmm. um, so if I can catch them at a young age and my, my kids train in my class as well um, that's one reason that I, I definitely do it my kids don't want to train with me they want to train with other kids yeah you know? and I, as long as I keep the classes fun um, then I can I can certainly make it grow um, right now I need to get in a better place before I have it like explode mm-hmm. um, because I don't want is for people to figure out, like, hey, they're not organized yet, you know, and then, you know, and the word be out there, like, hey, they're not, they're not set up for this many people just yet, you know, I need to buy more turf, um, and I need to get a little bit more organized with my space, like I mentioned, you know, I, I'm not super efficient with my space, and then there's some time management, like, I need a manager, um, I'm a special fitness specialist, you know, I, that is my, my area, um, but a business owner, you know, I'm a business owner who <laughs> is figuring it out, you know? Yeah,
4: uh,
3: right. Yeah, the kids are definitely, I, I now have a softball team that gets dropped off from the middle school. Um, so that's super easy. Yeah. And we're just like a few steps away from possibly getting into the after school program um, where I possibly, you know, I'd have them for 30 minutes. We'd do a snack, they do their homework. I train them for 45 minutes to 50 minutes. And then their parents now, Instead of picking them up from school at, what, three o'clock or 2.45, they can now arrange to pick up their child at 5.30. Homework is done. You know, they've been trained. Mm -hmm. You know, they have a little bit less energy in them. Right. (laughs) Now the parent only has to, uh, you know, not even do their home. They just feed them, hang Mm -hmm. out with them, and then bath time and and bed. So I think that there's a massive market and kids fitness where martial arts used to to take that spot Mm -hmm. um and I think now kids fitness is going to kind of kind of take over that area but uh yeah so the the kids is is what I'm going after next
5: yeah absolutely okay so you mentioned kind of getting a few things in place before you start Mm -hmm. to really grow that program so what needs to happen for you to be able to lay down some new turf to purchase more equipment, if necessary, to kind of get your ducks in a row, I guess, before uh, you really start to grow that program.
3: Um, So it's being that it's just me for the kids. So like I have a couple of other coaches that train adults, train the adult classes. Okay. And you know, adults being that, you know, they're, I'd like to say they're easier to manage and for the most part, for the most part they are.
5: Yeah. Um, (laughs)
3: Yeah, so, but kids are just different, you know, it takes a different energy, they're going to reflect uh, exactly what you bring, you know, if you're not having a great day, this might be true with adults, but, you know, they're, they're there for a purpose and things like that, where kids Mm -hmm. are not really there to, you know, most of my kids are not there to get fit, they're there to have fun, you know, Mm -hmm. so it's not fun when you're, you're a drill sergeant, you know. Uh, which I was for a very, very long time when, you know, I had to play the game and it, for me, it was like putting a mask on, you know, uh, otherwise you'd just be miserable. If, you know, you, you're barking at people all day right. and then kids, you know, they don't love that. So I, I put on a happy face, which is a little closer to like what I am all the time anyway. Um, and then, and then to multiply that, like if I need another coach, I'm having to right now currently train someone, um, to be that, you know, and that, mm-hmm. that takes a little while, um, we do uh, grounding techniques. Uh, we do a rhythm clap where it's like, hey, give me a rhythm clap. And I, I yell to them. You know, the more I like have this big energy, then they have this big energy and they challenge them. I'm like, who's louder, me or the eight of you guys? You know what I mean? Yeah. We we'll do a rhythm clap. I have them slap the ground and then they have to take a knee and show me what show me what strong looks like or confident looks like. And it is a character-driven program as well. So the parents are like, oh my gosh, you makes them say yes or no, sir. You know, and all this stuff, you know? And, <laughs> yeah uh yeah so I mean I, and, and I do things like highlighting you know the positive If there's a kid is not doing what they're supposed to I deliberately find the kid like right beside them that's doing what they're supposed to and then I, I shout that kid's name I make everybody give that kid a rhythm clap and then um the one that was kind of seeking attention by not doing the right thing they just figured out that like the person beside me literally stole all of their attention right the kid's like oh I guess the only way I'm going to get any focus is to do the right thing you yeah know? So, because of that, I think the parents think you know this is pretty pretty big deal. This is goes way beyond my kid's health, you know. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, but I, in order to to have someone be able to replicate all of that, I more or less have to take them through an instructor training program. Right. Um, And I have I have someone who's helping me out. Who she's wonderful. Um, But (laughs) teaching them how to, if they don't have that energy already. Yeah, you have to teach them how to like. Hey, I need you to fake this until it is like. The kids are like, oh my gosh, they got so much right. energy, you know? <laughs> yeah, and, uh, and yeah. So I would say the, the few things that need to happen. One is I need to find someone who's like eighty percent as good as I am. You know, mm-hmm. if I can get them, you know, you know, seventy to eighty percent as good as I am, then I, I have to not worry about it, and then I can take a step back and start really tackling other things, and then still step in. Um, you know, two days a week or half the time. Cause I run kids classes four days a week. Um, and then a, another thing is I have, I have enough turf, but it's divided in two. So the way when you walk into my facility, you walk in, you have the front desk, and then I have a 15 by uh, 40 foot uh, piece of turf. And that's where all the adults warm up and they kind of hang out and people are talking and stretching until mm-hmm. the coach gets them going. And then you have the training training floor, um, which is about 40 feet by 50 feet. And then on right on the other side is another equal size 15 by 40 where the kids train. So they, you know, it's getting a little tighter with uh, my kids. Yeah. And it used to be before I left on a three-year active duty stint with the physical fitness school, I had those two turf pieces of turf together. Um, well now the adults are really spoiled with that turf and they don't want to give it up to, so that I can join it back with the kids. When I had them butted up, it was like 30 feet across and 40 feet wide. And and that was a good, good piece of space to train kids, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so what I need to do is pick up another piece of turf so that the adults can have what they have and I don't have (laughs) to take it away. Um, and then I can replicate what I had before for the kids. And then, and then I can grow it because right now we'd be, be a little crammed Mm -hmm. Um, and then you know some of that's going to happen simultaneously about the time i have uh, my coach ready uh, another coach ready um, i can pick up a piece of turf so i have it kind of mapped out through the summer Mm because i am going to run a summer camp um, that'll run from 10 a.m to 2 p.m um and i'll you know probably have somewhere between 25 to 30 kids for four hours you know so i have two coaches helping me out there as well um But that will, I think, catapult me into having a little bit more kids. And then my coach will definitely get uh, a huge dose of um, experience just off of that one week block. And then we'll be ready to possibly turn the kids drop off that's happening right now from the school into a teens' drop off. Because right now it's it's a softball team. I have about 12 girls that gets dropped off. Uh, and they they train immediately from three uh, fifteen to four fifteen, and that's fifteen minutes before my kids' class starts. And most of my kids are like five to eleven, where mm-hmm. the softball girls are right inside of this like nine to eleven, and they're very focused because they're team players and things like right. that. But if I can turn that into a teens class instead, uh, and they pick up both the middle, you know, the upper middle schoolers and the high schoolers. Uh, then we're talking a lot more, you know, potentially a lot more money because, you know, these, these kids are paying about $99 for three days a week, you know, mm-hmm. it's a monthly, monthly cost contracted from the school. But if I'm training them from school and their parents aren't picking them up until five thirty, and then I provide them like a desk, I have a tutor that, um, helps them with their homework and such, then I can I can really charge them upwards of $300 a month. So we're talking right. about, you know, three times as much. And that's just in this area because people don't like, you know, they like spend money on jacked up trucks, but they don't want to spend money on their health. Because if you look at the fast food restaurant, <laughs> we can't get a Chichero's or a Chipotle. Because yeah. they they were like, the ones nearby in small towns don't, don't do Not super well, well, but we can have a Popeyes because people are crushing Popeyes. Right. You know? <laughs> And it, you know, that drives me nuts. But again, that goes back to the culture piece.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, so yeah, to get back to your question, it's just, I need to train another coach or two
5: mm-hmm. and,
3: and I need to <laughs> take back the turf space.
5: Right. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And then on the adult side of things, are you also looking to grow that membership mm-hmm. and help more adults as
4: well?
3: I would like to. It's, uh, it's hard for me right now to do you know time management is a is a probably my number one challenge as a a human you Mm -hmm. know um but uh, like having you know kind of like holding on to the membership that I have for the most part and then and then growing the kids I find is easier than when I when I try to adult the uh, grow the adult side of it you know I schedule another on-ramp um which I used to have kind of reoccurring um and you know, being that I'm back and, and getting things going on the kid's side, I have kind of like paused how often I have um, on-ramp or what I call CrossFit basic training
6: mm-hmm. or anything
3: like that. And it, we have people, you know, your first day is, is free. You just sign a waiver, hang out with us, and then I'll take you through the fitness option of the workout, the low-skill version where they get sweaty and, and it's low-risk and then I teach them the movements throughout. Um, a lot of times if I have a couple of people, new, new people join at the same time, I really just have two coaches in that class myself, and then another coach will help me out. And then I stay very close to those individuals. And you know, a lot of the same stuff that other coaches work on when you're not, um, you know, people wanna start when they wanna start. And I think it's a really bad idea. I have learned that you got someone that wants to start and I'm like, hey, we have this on-ramp starts in three weeks. You know, and they're like, okay. And three weeks from now, they either lost motivation or they moved on. Mm -hmm. You know, right? Um, So I I like it when someone comes in the gym and they want to join. I'm like, hey, fill out this information, and I talk to them about all the awesome things that's about to happen to them over the next uh, month and what they can expect along the way, and then you know we get to it so that they can start.
5: Yeah. Okay. So on the marketing and advertising side of things, mm-hmm. so you've got a lot going on within the facility. How are yeah. you getting the word out there about what it is that you do to draw in more people?
3: Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's an area I could be much more consistent with. So I need to leave, for, for us, number one is kind of Facebook marketing because it's, yeah. it's an older platform. Just about everybody's on it, even if they mm-hmm. don't use it like personally I, I use Instagram and it's linked to my Facebook just like everyone else and uh, but I don't get on Facebook a ton however the most people are there you know and then you know especially the middle-aged adults you know to older adults they're on Facebook mm-hmm. they have, they may not be on Instagram yet uh, so that's kind of my biggest thing but I, I need to leave the I need to select a video because uh, I like new content I post every day to our story like every day that's you know it can be a time consuming. That's another, another one for me. Uh, but I enjoy doing, I enjoy doing videos and stuff like that, but I need to post to our page. So it's more permanently up instead of 24 hours. Mm-hmm. Um, but Facebook is number one. I need to leave the, um, ads on, um, because it does, it does reach people. I get more messages when the ads are on instead yeah. of on for three weeks or a month, just leave them on, you know? And then the other thing is, uh, I have signs on the building but I don't have signs, you know, I need a sign down the road, um, even though signs, I mean, it's kind of old school. <laughs> Honestly, it's just kind of old school. And then, but number two, so first would be Facebook, and number two is word of mouth around here. You know, it's being, it's a really small town. Um, I came back here because my older son is here. If I were trying to be wealthy, owning a gym, you know, that's, there's a challenge in a small town where like fitness is not, you know, I, a hundred you know thousand couples it's just like well you're out of shape as long as we're both out of shape it's, it's all good you know
5: <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's, it's crazy I've seen it all I've seen it all yeah
5: um as far as Facebook goes do you do um so you said you do do paid advertising correct
3: mm-hmm, that's right
5: okay and uh, when you do paid advertising, is it like a lead form that people are filling out and you're gathering their information and then they're either messaging you or you're reaching out or is it uh, like a funnel where they're actually scheduling with you to come into the gym?
3: No. Um, well, it, there's some of that. So there's a little bit of, of all of it. Um, mm-hmm. Again, that's that's the area, the biggest area where I would probably drop the ball is you know, call, calling people and scheduling people when they you know hit our, our Facebook page or whatever. Um, I, it's messages, mostly messages. I have the ads turned on because you can say you know you can prefer calling or messaging or whatever and I have it all messages because I, I might be in a place where I can't I can't answer my gym phone you know? right um, so and I don't like to miss calls and not know if it, you know it's just a telemarketer.
5: Or whatever. Mm-hmm.
3: So I have the messages instead, and um, I'm good about getting back to people on the messaging. I think there's a few things that I could do. One is having um, already written out answers.
6: Yeah, I was just gonna say that. The same yeah. thing
3: <laughs> all the time. And what I need to do, because I know I've done it before, I need to go back and find my messages and just create these these lengthy answers in. Uh, in my notes so that I can copy and paste it back into the messenger when I'm talking to the people who are asking the exact same questions over and over even though the answer was actually in the ad yes did. people don't they read, read. <laughs> it. yeah no. No. <laughs> videos they like videos you know yes I, get it. I like videos
5: <laughs> right <So. laughs> yeah that was my my next thing like if you could set up um some type of like automated system for lead nurture essentially you know and a lot of times a lot of gym owners shy away from automated systems for nurture because they're afraid that it doesn't sound personalized. But right. technology has come so far to this mm-hmm. point that it can be very personalized. And it's yeah. much more personal to actually reach out to somebody as soon as they reach out to you than right. it is to wait hours to respond or days to respond. Um, mm-hmm. And like you said, you know, if you're not getting them in right away, chances are they're not motivated anymore. They're finding another place to go, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's all super important. So yeah, I mean, even setting up automated systems to respond to those leads while you're on the floor. And then when you can get back to them, you can jump in and answer anything specifically if you need to. Um, But I mean, that's big to-
3: I am hugely guilty of, especially early on, like, oh, I'm really good at, at what I do which is fitness, you know? right? it just doesn't matter. And I, it's like, I know it, I got to pull the trigger on a lot of this stuff. It's like, yeah. it doesn't matter how good of a coach or whatever, because they don't know that I'm there. Yeah. Sometimes people do drive by and they're like, I didn't even know you guys were here. I'm yes. like, oh, oh my God. I've been here for four years.
5: I know. <laughs>
3: in, that, in that location, I've been here down the road from the post office for four years. <laughs> And i was just like, oh my God, I got to get it together.
5: <laughs> I know, that's the thing. It's like, it happens to so many gyms, you know? You don't want to be mm-hmm. the best kept secret in town. It's like, you can be the absolute best at what it is that you do, but if people don't know that you're there, then- It makes no difference. Right. Um, So, yeah, I mean, that that piece is huge. Just getting the word out there to more people so that you can help more people, whether that be adults, kids. uh, And a lot of times they go hand in hand, you know, because it's like the kids, even if they're interested in programs for the kids, sometimes it's a little easier to get the parents involved as well. You know, we have a
3: simultaneous class. And it's like I, I I really thought that, you know, I'd have a lot of parents that were like, I don't know what to do. I can't get to the gym. I don't know what to do with my kid. Well, we have a we have a kid's class and adult class at the same time and we do a family discount. Yeah. But no, I have like one parent that does that. <laughs> I don't know.
5: <laughs> well, maybe if you uh, set up a specific ad for that and you could target yeah. them specifically, then, mm-hmm. you know, maybe maybe you could uh, increase that in that area. But yeah. Good idea. Yeah. So, um, all right. So now what is the big picture goal? I always like to ask about big picture goal. What are we working toward? Kind of like perfect world scenario. What does that look like for you?
3: Okay. So, you know, I guess, uh, I have, uh, an opportunity to take over the local taekwondo school, which, Mm -hmm. you know, that, that was when I said I was an athlete, I was a Olympic level taekwondo athlete. Wow. Uh, and that's what I did for the army for about seven years. And then I coached for the army for another seven years. Um, so the school, you know, has asked like, Hey, am I interested in doing like an 80, 20 split where I, I would take the 80% um, on everything. And then they would continue to manage for me because they all okay. they have that already set up. But so that changes like big picture for me just a little bit. Yeah, Um, because I'll have to to step away from a lot of afternoons with my own facility. Mm -hmm. Um, So to answer that, there's really two ways. One, I don't want to be in the gym forever. I'm 44 years old. You know, I have a 13 year old and a six year old, um, which I love spending time with. But if they're not going to train with me, you know, I have one that wants to be in marching band next year and the other does want to, you know, he wants to train. It's just that, that that time is divided with his mother, which is understandable. Mm -hmm. and I get that but um and then he wants to learn martial arts as well so I have you know I'm having to go two different directions here one knowing that I'm not an amazing manager I need to have a manager I did at one time um and things run a lot you know a lot more smooth you know because that's just their one job is to to manage me and manage everything else right Um, so to be able to do that, so I continue to be the specialist, which I'm more passionate about program design and do programming myself. I know that's way out of style right now, but that's what I did for the Army as well. So I have a deep background in that and I love doing it. And then um, the, the other side of it is to eventually get me out of both of those, because I'll be running an instructor training program, even at the Taekwondo School as well, to replicate myself and then get out of that. And ultimately just be checking in um, and potentially opening a facility in the neighboring town. I'm in an area where like every 30 miles, there is another one of these same towns with, you know, 12,000 people in it. Mm -hmm. Um, So if I can, if I can get it to a place, um, where I can branch out and and then do it again, I would do that. You know, I would Mm -hmm. do that a couple of times until, you know, I'm just sitting in a better place and I'm kind of checking behind everyone.
5: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Kind of, uh, remove yourself from the day to day eventually and focus more big picture. Absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, all right. So now as we start to wrap up here, where can the listeners find you on social media?
3: Um, we're CrossFit Nukesound, uh, on Instagram, which, you know, is where I'm most active. Um, and then the same thing, uh, our business name is Nuketown Strength and Conditioning because if I first opened I wasn't affiliated yet Um, but now I'm affiliated everything is CrossFit Nuketown let me see my shirt there CrossFit Nuketown it's on the the screen too so Um, yeah so that's us Um, you know hit us up on Instagram you know I I do like I said I post daily um, and then you know on our Facebook as well so those those are the two uh, big ones that I'm on uh, mostly and Send us a message, you know, hit the like, uh, whatever it is. I also have a personal um, Instagram, coaching Instagram that's called um, Strength Under Fire. Um, And there's underscore strength underscore um, under fire. Yeah. And then um, that one is mostly just me talking about coaching, especially in the tactical athlete. Um, So any of your military, law enforcement, any of those things, um, I like to talk about you know, managing your body weight while suspended and, and uh, just all, all things army fitness.
5: Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Love that. Perfect. All righty. So Jonathan from CrossFit Newtown in mm-hmm. Bexley, Georgia. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us today. It's oh. been great having you on the show. All
3: right. Thanks for having me. Have a good one.
5: Absolutely. To all the listeners out there, make sure that you subscribe so that you'll be updated on future episodes of the show. In the meantime, keep killing it out there and we will catch you on the flip side. Jim Lords out.
0: Thank you for listening to the podcast so far. Don't go anywhere. We still have another episode coming right up right after this word from one of our sponsors.
4: What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords podcast. I will be your host today. My name is Brooke. Joining me on the show is Erin from Move Seattle in Seattle, Washington. Welcome to the show. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for asking. Super excited to have you here today. It's your first podcast ever. That's a big deal. So thank you for sitting down with me and you know taking some time to give back to the industry today. That's really, really important. We appreciate you for that, Erin. But really, before we dive into the business, the stuff that gets me really excited, tell us a little bit about what it was that got you started as a gym owner. I mean, there's a lot that went into this. It was years of
6: dreaming and planning, but my biggest vision was I injured my back when I was in college. And so finding my fitness routine was really challenging. It took me a couple years to get back on track because I was, I could barely walk. Um, And so when I first started finding myself back in a gym, I found myself wanting to connect with people and I wanted to feel seen. I wanted people that could help me get to where I wanted to go. And I actually lived in Michigan while all of this was happening. And then I took a big leap of faith. I moved to Seattle. And when I got here, there just was no community. Like, anywhere I went, I felt like I could not connect with people. I was having a hard time making friendships. And I was like, that is what I want to create for myself. I want to create that for people in this city. And so I started getting plugged in at gyms. And I just knew. I was like, I feel like I can create a bigger community here. I feel like there are people that are seeking a place where they can feel included, feel seen, hit their goals. And so that's when the idea started to come about. And I started really dreaming about it. And my husband actually said to me, he said, you have a year to either go follow your, your dreams or you're getting a corporate job. So I was like, okay, (laughs) like it's now or never, let's stop talking about it. Let's do it. So I got a mentor and she was actually the old owner of this studio that I'm sitting in right now. And every single week she would mentor me on how she opened her business and studio. And then, um, when the pandemic hit, she was looking to close her doors. And I just saw an opportunity to take that on and create this studio as my own. Wow. Exciting
4: stuff. Um, so basically, you know, you got her and you needed to find, some type of fitness and you found something like this and you're like, okay, I want to do this. I want to help people. Usually there's two types of gym owners, you know, one that is in it because they want to make money or there's somebody in it um, because they want to help people. And then sometimes you have people that are kind of in the middle. Which one would say that you are?
6: Yeah. I would say that I'm a little bit of both because since I got out of college, I was kind of trying to find my path. I wanted to make an impact, but I wanted to make an income that could help support me and my family. I grew up in an area with this scarcity mindset around money, and I never wanted to have a life where that was my constant focus, where I was already always struggling with money. So I knew I wanted to create an impact that also came with an income that I was proud of that I could help lead
4: my family and take care of my family one day i love that it's so relatable for me as well like when i grew up there was always that scarcity like mindset around money in my family my community in general like people were getting laid off of jobs like that as i was growing up and i was like i never want that for my family for my my child and not have a three-year-old and i'm like wow. i want to, be able to provide for him like give him everything um, cool so I'm glad that we can kind of relate on that um, topic yeah. but next um, thing that I would love for you to do Erin is just give us an elevator pitch tell us who you guys are at Move Seattle Paint a picture for our listener all right <laughs> all right
6: let me preface this guy's first podcast ever but move seattle is a reformer pilates studio you are welcome at any shape size that you are you can come in here with extreme knowledge and fitness or this can be your first day coming into a studio our environment is very community-based. We want to make a connection with you. We want to hear your goals, hear why you showed up today, whether that be for your mental health, physical health, and then we want to get you on those machines to inspire yourself. We want you to feel empowered working out and help you find an avenue that helps you with your mental, physical, every area of your health. and so when you come in here we've got these crazy machines that might be a little scary to jump onto but it's a great avenue because most people haven't been on these so it's not something where you're seeing a ton of people come in and they know exactly what they're doing. But like I said, very community-based. We want to create a culture here where people are friends. When you walk in the front desk knows who you are. You know who the front desk is. You're friends with the instructors. Um, The person standing next to you on the machine, you usually work work out next to them every single day because we only have 12 machines in here. So it's a very close knit community. And when you come in here, my biggest goal for you is when you leave, you felt seen, you felt heard and people knew who you were. So that was my goal. When I would be at a fitness studio, I wanted people to see me and really understand why I was there and why I was showing up. So I hope to do that for
4: all of my clients. I love that community is so to you and you want to make sure that your clients feel like they have a place because um, for a lot of People, women specifically, like in this industry, it's hard to find a place where they feel like they belong in this industry. Like they can walk into a studio and feel completely ignored. But it sounds like, you know, you are doing something more to make sure that this doesn't really happen. Um, With that being said, you know, what kind of, um, is it all classes? Is it personal training, semi-private? Like what kind of services are available within, you know, um, the Pilates and and the, the different options
6: so we have full body reformer pilates so you're going to be working head to toe i started doing an upper body class i started doing a lower body class we have power pilates that is focused on more cardio based because you see a lot of people leave these studios and say I need to go run a ton of miles. I've got to be doing cardio. And I'm like, no, we can get it here as well. Yes, do whatever you need to outside of this place. But so I created a class where it is more cardio based, where you're going to be breaking that sweat. Um, Boot camp is a huge passion of mine. And so coming into a Pilates world, I was like, how can I create this? And during COVID, when we could barely have anyone in the studio, I created a boot camp. It's seriously like right outside in an alley across from us. And that was a huge game changer for our studio. So we have boot camp as well, and who knows, we may expand on that one day. But so mostly Pilates, but our Pilates classes are not like what you are thinking. They are more intense. They're higher energy. The music is blasting in here. You cannot hear yourself breathe. Um, it almost feels like weightlifting in a sense mixed with balance. And Yeah got it so it's
4: all classes it's all group classes capacity yeah. around 12 people per class right yes awesome i love that okay that's really really great and sounds like a lot of fun i would totally do it uh <laughs> but that's just me i love something like this uh, cool so kind of paint the picture for us size wise i know that you said you can 12 people per class but how many current members you have within the facility So it's a range. So we work with Body
6: and those are our direct customers. So I can see that number every single month. But a huge source of our revenue and a big reason why I decided to purchase this, this studio was because of ClassPass. We see a lot of our revenue coming from ClassPass, and a lot of those people are regular members as well. It's just we don't have an exact number. So if I had to gauge right now with ClassPass My Body Gym
4: Pass, I would say we're at about 150 members. Okay, got it. So just kind of for those people listening that don't know what ClassPass is um it's basically like they pay a fee to pass pass and then they can come in and take class at your facility maybe once a week and then they could go to a different facility and do like a cycling class or something like that um is that kind of how it works yes exactly they pay a credit and that credit goes
6: up based on how full the class is so For us, it is extremely beneficial for us because we have full classes a lot of the time. And so when ClassPass is coming in, they're paying a higher fee to come to our studio. And what I do see is I see reoccurring members. A lot of the times I don't see people just coming in here one time. So it's kind of that like you've got to make a connection if you want these people to come back because they have the credits for these other studios that they can go to at any point in time.
4: Yeah, I think that's a really great point. So my question to you would be is if you get somebody in through ClassPass, you see them maybe two times, you know, like, are you doing anything to get them to become a reoccurring member with you, like on the mind body side of things? Like, is that something that you guys do? I know that a lot of gyms use ClassPass as a kind of way of to market themselves, right? Um, and then the client comes in and they're pretty much sold because the service is so excellent. Um, so are you guys doing anything like that to, to get clients in? Currently, no. And maybe
6: this is something that I can work on in the future, but, I'm not really concerned about it. I see the money coming in from ClassPass and I'm very happy with it. So in my mind, my attitude is give people as much attention as I can, show them the support. And when people come up to me, a lot of times from ClassPass, I hear them say, they feel almost embarrassed that they're coming from ClassPass. And I always tell them, I say, do not be embarrassed. ClassPass is incredible for us. If ClassPass works for you, Keep doing it because I would hate for somebody to get a membership and cancel a couple months later because they want they want to be doing rowing classes or they want to be doing cycle on top of it. So whatever works for their schedule, I'm happy with it. I'm just giving them enough like attention and love so that they do come back and hang out with us.
4: Yeah, totally. Like I said, like they're pretty much being sold by the incredible service and community you have within your facility. So like if somebody comes in through class pass, love your class, they're probably going to come back. You know, if you see them a few times, it could be interesting to kind of see if they would want to be a member of the family, like long-term. Um, that way you have that, you know, you can count on them coming in again and again and again. Um, We do, I will just say, we do have perks in
6: place for members. So we do, um, sorry, there's a bug flying around. Um, We do have clothing that we sell in studio. And so members, unlimited members get 20% off. Our 10 packers, they get 15% off. Our um, four classes a month, they get 10% off. And so also we do um, quarterly events that happen and we're going to start charging for those because they our last one was such a huge hit that we're like man we've got to make these happen all the time and so we're also going to do a discount with that so I think that is the incentive of being a member is that you get to come to these extra things that our studio is hosting and either you pay full price for it or you get a discount so I guess that is one way that we are trying to
4: convert those members from class pass to members yeah people love part and and you know even if it's just a small discount like that's stuff people really really enjoy um so next question for you would be you know you're at you know 150 ish clients right now you know kind of using all different areas where they're coming in from would you say that that's a place where you're comfortable or are you looking to welcome in new clients and kind of grow the business?
6: we want to grow the business. I want as many new clients as possible. I want to touch like (laughs) that sounded wrong. (laughs) I want to connect with as many people as possible, especially here in this city. Like I consider Seattle, I love hate relationship with it, but it's like sometimes a dark place and I know people are wanting connections so I want to build this thing where I can connect with as many people as possible and make Seattle a home for them where they feel comfortable so as soon as we are booming out of this place we're going to get a bigger space because my plan is to connect with as many people as possible and I don't think I can do that at a cutoff of saying we're going to stop at this number of
4: people. I love that mindset um, because I think that it sets you up for success, you know, moving forward. If you just have the mindset that you want to help as many people as you possibly can. Um, So with that being said, what are you actively doing to aid that growth process to let the community know that you guys exist?
6: So I think the things that we're doing right now, and I should start off and tell you guys that we've only been in business for a year, just over a year. I've never been a business owner before this, so I am learning as I go. So this is motivation for anyone that is on this journey that wants to do something like this. I'm brand new to the game. And so the things that I have implemented right now are um, community events. So every single week at boot camp, we do a happy hour afterwards where people stay, they drink wine together, I supply it. Um, or non-alcoholic options as well. But this has been a huge game changer for building um, my community because people come, they wanna be a part of it. We also started Pilates and Prosecco on Sunday afternoons after class. And I know these all sound drinking related, but it's just an avenue where people can feel like they're doing something fun. Like a lot of girls, they wanna go out to brunch, they wanna have these fun activities. And so I'm, I'm giving them that at the studio. One other thing we've created here is a book club. I've seen a lot of ClassPass members come on over to normal members because they want to come to book club. That's a big thing now. Like everyone's got their book club. So we do book club every single month at the city or at the studio. And then I am doing these um, quarterly challenges. And our last one was like a race to 21 classes. Our next one is going to be I think it's 60 classes in 90 days and we're throwing a big beach party afterwards. And so it's like all of these events that people wanna come to, bring your friends. We're always saying invite them. We did a huge Galentine's Day event. If you go over to our Instagram, you'll see me eating pizza on a reformer. It's very exciting. Um, But like people just love those events and our studio is based off of word of mouth right now. And so when people are bringing their friends to the studio, that's great business for us but that's also a way for people to feel more connected so for me right now what i am currently doing are just those events
4: yeah events are events are huge right these are the things that make our clients happy they can tell their friends they bring friends in and we grow that way right it's yeah. so it's so exciting because you don't really have to put a whole lot of money into that to yep. see you know a return on investment it's not something that we can measure we can't host an event and be like this event is going to bring in 12 new members because it just doesn't work that way as much as we would love for it to it just doesn't um the way that we really can you know control that growth process and like make it a steady flow is through advertising such as like digital advertising social media stuff like that um and i know you said that you're word of mouth only right now, mostly, which it's great that you've been able to get to where you're at in one year through just word of mouth. But moving forward, I know that you said that you want to help as many people as possible. So have you guys looked down that paid advertising route? That is what I'm currently looking
6: for. So my biggest goal is to build a team that can help me in these areas. So I bought, I brought on two social media experts, um, that are helping me run social media right now Um, I'm looking to expand on that as well right now it's kind of just getting some consistency on social media I am very open to paid advertising Um, and my outlook has always been you just got to go for it and it's like you might not do it right the first way but I'm going to learn and I'm going to continue to grow in that. So that's kind of my idea with my team is like, let's try out these things. Let's see what works. We have a ton of new apartment complexes that are coming up around us. Like, so my plan is to hit the ground running with all of that and reach out to all of these businesses that we're around, but also to amplify on social media. And I'm hoping my team and I can get that done.
4: Yeah, totally. Um, social media is, you know, it's a little bit scary to think about, you know, spending money there if we're not going to see a return on investment. Um, it looks like you guys have some great content, like your social media experts that you brought on. They're great at creating content. It looks awesome. Um, for those listening, definitely go check them out on Facebook, Instagram. But um, you know, the paid advertising thing is excellent because you can use that content that you you've had your social media experts create create that looks wonderful. It's going to reach a wider audience and pull in people that are probably, you know, at home right now, maybe working in their at-home office that are looking for that community. They're desiring to be a part of something more. Yeah that just don't even exist in Seattle. So um, I think that's gonna be huge for you. I'm really excited to, to kind of see how that plays out down the road. Um, next question I have for you is you know, what's the current, you know, challenge or bottleneck within your business that, you know, if you don't kind of Figure that out. It might hold you back in the future as you continue to grow this business. Who I'm. <laughs> um, let's think
6: about this. So I think for me personally, understanding the numbers of things better—that mm-hmm. is my—that is what I am currently working on. Figuring out more of the numbers, kind of understanding the inside of the business. Um, I brought on a studio manager when I first opened and I just kind of want to be more aware. I also think that just like what you're talking about, paid advertising, like not sitting around waiting for things to happen, but kind of executing and doing these paid advertising. Like you're just inspiring me listening to you speak right now. And I'm like, (laughs) okay, I have this meeting with my social media girls today. I'm going to be like, let's spend all the money. Go do the advertising. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. (laughs) I think there's just like a couple, like, obviously I have a ton of growth to do, but I think like we got to bring new people in here. I want to get new faces in here, but I also think that I've got to like, when you bring new people into gyms, like you've got to have your staff ready for that as well. And so I've got a meeting with my staff this week to kind of regroup before summer because I want us all in the same mindset of we're here to help people. This isn't my show. This isn't your show. This is us, like, helping other people feel like they're powerful on that machine. So I think there's quite a bit of tweaking to to step into, but
4: I'm learning it all right now. My I'm learning everything, so super exciting I love to hear that I've kind of got the clock ticking for you Um, and I think you know understanding the sides of the business it it takes time Erin like you are a new business owner you've only had this baby for about a year you guys have to figure each other out and it's completely normal for you to kind of Um, still be learning those things. Even people who have had a business for 15, 20 years, they're still learning the side of things day in and day out. So, you know, final big question that I have for you here is if I could hand you a magic wand right now. And I was like, okay, Erin, you can have this business be at any anywhere where you want it to be. What would that picture look like for you down the road? Like
6: my future goals with the studio you're asking. Yeah. Well, I'm a dreamer, but I, I really like, I wanna grow this. I mean, I don't see myself getting to like being a franchise. That's not what I really see for myself. Okay. Um, I think my husband would love that. But for me, I'm like, I really see myself having like six to 10 studios and having an incredible team working alongside me because right now i am like the face of this studio when i first started i was here every single hour of every day and i want people to come in like me and be that face for other studios and i want to give people a purpose like this has been given to me because i really didn't know where i was headed before so i would say six to ten studios with a bomb staff like the best and um helping them live out their dream as well and kind of getting out of the corporate world. Um, I love the corporate world. My husband works in it, but I see a lot of people looking for their passion projects and I would love to create that for other people as
4: well. That's so exciting. I love your mindset because not only do you want to help the people within you know your members and the people that are coming into your facility but it sounds like you want to be that place for people to come in and find their passion and build a beautiful career so good for you Aaron! I'm really really excited to see how your business grows where can our listeners go to find you on social media um, if they're interested in checking out all you have to offer over there I would say Instagram. Instagram is number one, guys. It's
6: move Seattle two O so M O O V Seattle. Um, go give us a follow. We're trying to build that brand right now. And, um, yeah, I think Instagram's the best place you can get us on MoveSeattle.com. You can go check out our website if you are in the area. Also just shoot us a text at any point in time. If you have questions, concerns, want to show up, um, we'd love to have you in here
4: exciting thank you so much Erin for being here today and like I said earlier thanks for trusting me for your first podcast ever it was a lot of fun um, for our listeners thank you guys as well don't forget if you want to stay notified about future episodes hit like and subscribe and if you want to join us for a future episode here at the gym lords podcast fill out the link in the description and our team will be in touch with you soon as always until next time gym lords out